0: This episode of the Sleep Teacher Podcast is made possible thanks to Your Reformer. Not only are these beds incredible quality, but you can hire these on a monthly basis before committing to a purchase. With a dedicated app and pre and postnatal programs, it's never been easier to put yourself first. Thank you to Your Reformer. Hello and welcome to the Sleep Teacher Pod, the podcast for all the parents out there who just want sleep. I'm Christy owner of The Sleep Teacher, and I am joined by my colleague, Beth. If you are in the trenches of sleep deprivation, we see you, we feel you, and trust us, this podcast is going to become your new BFF. We want you to know that you can still be a lovingly attached parent and get good sleep. You don't have to choose between the two. So pop bub in the carrier, grab yourself a coffee, put those headphones in, because we have all the sleep tips coming your way. Let's get napping, mama. Hello, everybody. It is Christy and Beck from The Sleep Teacher. Hello, Beck. Hello, Christy. How are we? We are good. How's 2024 treating you?
1: (laughs) Pretty much like 2023.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all the same, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Same shit, different day. (laughs) I know. Different year.
0: Yes, (laughs) Mm. yes, that is right. But we all go into it with goals, don't we? With good intentions, I should say. (laughs)
1: I wonder who invented New Year's resolutions. I feel like it's very marketed to the fitness community.
0: <laughs> you know, like
1: with gyms and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or,
1: or diets like, yeah, yes. or like, mm, you know. New Year, New Me. Keto for 30 days. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone's feeling pretty. Well, I'm maybe speaking with myself, but I'm feeling a little bit like I've just Drunk. been eating and drinking for <laughs> Three weeks straight. Oh, but God. anyway, well, we're actually in Japan. We will be in Japan when this goes <laughs> live. So, uh, <laughs> konnichiwa. <laughs> yeah so coming
1: uh, to you from the future yeah
0: (laughs) when this goes long but yes it's all uh, fun and games but in all seriousness we do see a lot of clients start to pick up from this time because they're like this is my year my baby's gonna sleep (laughs) so so
1: so you came up with new year resolutions
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was me You know, we go in with those intentions and there's those goals being set and we definitely notice them here. People, like, put it off in that lead up to Christmas and then all of a sudden they're like, no, this is our year. We're getting getting into it. Yeah. Yeah getting that routine. We're getting those stretches of night sleep happening. Over the Christmas break, our online question box has been flooded. It's still filling up. So we're going to go through and just quickly do a few of our questions, bit of a Q&A again and go through and hopefully your question will pop up if you sent one through. You know, there's from hourly wakes to four-month sleep regressions, eight-month-old who's waking still twice a night for a feed. Is that age appropriate? There's all that. So all the good stuff, bit of a mixed bag, but yeah, we thought we would go through and (laughs) declutter that question box that's filling up. But other than that, you know, me in Japan, it's been business as usual, really. It has. We have got some amazing guests coming on in the next few weeks and some great episodes as well, which can't wait to share with you all. And in Midnight Mama News, I have actually been watching the follow on from Yellowstone. I touched a couple of weeks ago on 1883. Now I'm on to 1923 and I love it. Mm. I really do. What about you? Have you been watching anything? Ted Lasso. On... Oh, I love him. Oh, isn't he just. Oh, my singing? gosh. <laughs>
1: I'm literally obsessed. Like they're comedians, a lot of them. Yeah. So it's just f- funny. Like I, I, I said to Henry, I haven't, we haven't watched a series that you laugh out loud every episode. I know. So It's just it's always feel drama. Like, yeah. It's yeah. easy. But it's like everything, it's a bit of like emotional roller coaster, I feel mm. like, but I love all the characters so much. It's like, But he's just
0: so serious, like in everything he says, but it's just, Hilarious. Well, it's like hilarious. What he, said.
1: he has the one liners, they're just so good. <laughs> um, there's three seasons. It's Apple TV. This made me get Apple TV. Like everyone just kept telling me about yeah. Ted Lasso. So I was like, okay, it is about soccer, but you do not need to enjoy soccer no. or like soccer or know anything no, about soccer. Nothing. No. It's really good. It's very, very good. So I would jump on the Apple TV bandwagon just for that. There's actually yeah. a few good ones on Apple TV. But side note, do your girls like Taylor Swift?
0: Oh, they do. Oh, they're they not. do love a bit of Tay-Tay. No, they do. I
1: watched her movie concert. Oh, yes, yes. And she is incredible. Like, blows my mind. It's like a three, just over three-hour show. She's like a billionaire. Oh. She's a billionaire and she's my age. <laughs> imagine <laughs> just, I, I'm like that is incredible I just yeah I feel I've got a bit of a girl crush on her after seeing that movie because I know, or like the pretty, concert it
0: really is pretty incredible isn't it she's all over it isn't she we watched the Ed Sheeran one like bits of that but yeah oh they, they love they love it <laughs> I was
1: just trying to think like when they were saying because she's been in the headlines recently to be the first I think singer who's a billionaire or something it's like what do you? That's a lot of money. Like, how do you even get to a billion dollars? Uh, she's
0: a triple threat. <laughs> yeah, sing, dance, act. Oh, and she writes no, her songs. And she like, writes her songs. That's yeah, the thing. Like, yeah. So anyway. she's saving money there. I love Taylor.
1: Sorry about <laughs> yeah. the Tay Tay. That she's my girl crush at the moment. Mm.
0: Well, there's a bit of a mixed bag there too, with some suggestions. <laughs> if you can't
1: make to the concert, if you were trying to get tickets to Tay Tay. Mm. Well, I uh, said to the, the girls, do you want mummy
0: to try and get tickets for Tail Swift? And they're like, oh, can we go to Dr. Dre? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I would have been very, I would have taken those tickets off you. I was never <laughs> wanted to see it, but after the movie, I was like, oh, my God, this makes me want to go see her in live.
0: I know. So. <laughs> and I just said to Mitch, so I was like, you've got to stop listening to that music. How <laughs> <our, laughs> girls oh are preferring gosh. that over Taylor. But anyway, let's get into it. Let's get this question box answered and... Oh. Yes. Get on with it. Okay. Konnichiwa. (laughs) That's hello. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) This question really actually does break my heart (laughs) because I feel like it's just such a common thing and it's so unfair, but... This poor mama wants mm. to know, how can I approach sleep training when I feel so pressured to not do it by friends and family? They keep telling me to stick it out and I feel as if our current situation is not sustainable, but I'm feeling ashamed about not being able to stick it out as such. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, this mama up. Makes my blood boil though, because and a big hug. it's not your family dynamic is not your situation it's not your child and you know also not your marriage that's you know potentially suffering or your mental health so why do you have the right to comment on it I just don't understand
1: Mm.
0: and yeah what being able to stick it out I hate that Uh, I hate hate the whole babies wake because they need you like I just think it's so unfair and it's fine when they're waking yeah yeah
1: parenting doesn't yeah stop at like seven uh, it's o'clock it's bullshit because I
0: think <laughs> why can they weigh like it's fine if you know we're talking they wake once or twice a night but when they're waking you know potentially every sort of two hours and whatnot and it's just not sustainable and you know every dynamic's different some mums are at work some you know mums have multiple children to look after some also don't have any help like it's so different so I think the thing is you need to do what's right for you and your family and don't worry what anyone else has to say and feel okay to say that to them as well that you know you're doing what's right for your family. So
1: yeah, I think we've come full circle again with the importance of sleep for the family, happy mum, happy bub. You know, if you are mm. so depleted and just getting through your day, you're probably not being the best mum that you envisioned. So, you know, it really does play a role in your parenting journey. We were never meant to sustain long-term sleep deprivation. Yes, of course, there is a small period where they're newborns and, you know, they're waking quite a lot overnight, but it's not sort of meant to stay that way. And you definitely can put some things into place that help you and you sleeping in sort of longer stretches. I think it's as well, like we've spoken about it, maybe just say to these people, okay, well, if my baby was struggling to breastfeed or go on the bottle, you know, refusing bottles and things, do I just stick that out? Like, do I just let them starve and be unhappy? And because sleep and feeding, they're two very important things like if, if you don't sleep i'm pretty sure you're not going oh, okay. to live that and that's the
0: thing. like
1: it's <laughs> you don't eat you
0: die you don't sleep you it's die like, like but I've got-
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm obviously, I'm not saying if babies sleep, but they just don't sleep well, which means we don't sleep well. I mean, it's a safety thing as well. We've got mums getting Mm. into cars that are so sleep deprived. They've actually done studies
0: on like the effects of sleep deprivation. And they've come out and said that sleep deprivation is the equivalent of drink driving. It's that dangerous. I, I think it's that's worse. The thing. Yeah, you wouldn't get in a car after you've had like four or five wines and drive your child. So what? Like no, like no, and you wouldn't stick that's that out. the thing. Like people just—it's <laughs> oh, just you know—it really makes my blood boil because I just think
1: it makes me upset that people oh, wear yeah. this badge of honor of I get up to my baby, I'm up all night, sleep when I'm dead. But I like oh. no. <laughs> if you want to do that, that is fine. <laughs>
0: They're probably getting scrutinized from some point and as you know, some angle. And then they also feel like pressure to not do anything. So they're almost jealous as such that someone else is going to be potentially getting sleep. And that just really, I don't know. I just I've seen this cycle so much and I hear about it in mothers' groups and yeah, I don't know.
1: I feel like it's just do your research, sleep training, if you want to call it that, yeah. it has come so far. We now know the huge benefits. For everyone Mm. to get sleep. That doesn't mean sleeping through. That means great stretches of sleep broken by feeds and then great stretches of sleep again. So it used to be like,
0: When any self-settling was done like generations ago and, you know, even decades ago, it was like literally just shut that door and let your baby cry until the morning. But it's come so far. Like there is so many bedside sort of settling methods you can use. You can be in the room with your child. Even if you're in and out of the room, we're talking a few minutes. Like it's not what it used to be. And I think a lot of people still have that view and perception of it. And it's so outdated. (laughs) Mm.
1: and then as well if you're going to work on the back of months and months of little to no sleep you're probably not performing so well at work either it affects affects everything and I
0: think at the end of the day it comes down to mm. the fact that you're not the person you should be and your child's not either to have a think about how you feel with that broken sleep your little one's up the same amount of time every night as you are if not more so how are they feeling Mm-hmm. And I just think overall, like end of discussion is do what's right for you. Naturally, I know we worry about what other people think, you know, in terms of that sort of thing and getting judgment, but do what's right for you and your family. And if you've got a partner and they're on board with it, just have that discussion and do what's right for your family. And you don't have to tell them. Don't worry about it. You don't have to even discuss it with them. Just nod and agree. You can just be like... yeah
1: smile thanks so much for your concern I've done my own research and yeah. I feel really good about what we're going to do so
0: bye Felicia I'll
1: <laughs> Will not keep you posted
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, call <laughs> I'll
1: call you, you, I'll call
0: you. <laughs> so yeah and then uh, that was a good eight minutes on that you can tell we're super passionate about, <laughs> about this oh mate so what age does the nap drop completely? Oh, this was Beck and I were actually talking about this yesterday. We were talking about how there's such a huge variance in like when the nap drops. Six months, six months to 18 months sort of thing is pretty consistent. Like regardless if you sort of like have a baby who's like low sleep needs, high sleep needs, there's going to be some sort of somewhat consistency there. But then you get to the toddler bracket and it can be huge variance. Like I know Beck and I both had a child that's like dropped their nap at two and then we have some that are like, you know, three.
1: <laughs> Mind you. We were, we weren't no, but...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it does happen. I mean, that was Billy. He was completely fine. He was doing yeah. like two and a half, three hours in the day before, like he dropped his morning nap really early too. I think it was like 12 or 13 months, which is super early guys. But he coped. So he did a really big lunch nap and he yeah. was sleeping through the night really well.
0: The thing is like, obviously the two we're talking about, like Elkie and Billy, they're our eldest. So with your first, you sometimes have that ability to be home super early and home for early dinner, Six everything. Like, so <laughs> if we're talking, dropping that nap at two, be prepared for very, very early bedtime. So if you feel you can't do that, I would say look at reducing the nap down if it's quite long or extending the awake time or both.
1: And you do have some flexibility come sort of that two and a half. Like for example, my youngest is two and a half. We were out for two days in a row and I was like, if he doesn't sleep in the car, I'm just going to push through and do an early bedtime. Which I was so surprised he didn't sleep in the car because we were out all day at a zoo. He was walking around. We got in the car at 3 p.m. for like nearly two hour drive and he did not look like I was like- going to
0: back you're having you've got a disaster nap coming your way. <laughs> and she's like, I know. If he falls asleep at four, I'm just gonna let him have like ten to twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he was fine. And I was like, okay, cool. You go into bed at six. So got home. That was a bit of a rush. He was in bed. He settled pretty quickly. We had to wake him just after 7 a.m. So he had like a massive yeah. 13 hour sleep. So he kind of made up for that missing of that day nap. Now, again, we did it the next day. We were out again. Same thing, down just after six waking at quarter past seven-ish, but then I wouldn't persist with that. I was pushing it doing (laughs) two days in a row. I feel like you can sometimes think, oh, great. They're sleeping for 13 hours at night. They're not having a day nap. That's probably when you're looking at firstly dropping this nap, it kind of builds. That's where I was saying it might not be a clean cut of, okay, we're not napping anymore. He went to kindy and had a sleep, had that sleep without any issues and still slept fine overnight, which tells me He's not so ready to just completely cut it out.
0: Yeah. And I think like, you know, Mm. even if you do drop it, still try to have those days where you offer like quiet time, give them that opportunity to have it, even if they're starting to fight it.
1: But in terms of when we generally see between two and a half and three. So probably closer to three, but yeah, it's usually around 30, 45 minutes by that stage. But again, guys, you could have a three and a half year old having an hour and a half, two yeah. hours and still sleep really well at night. It's such a variance. You just yeah. go off what your night you sleep. doing. you start to
0: notice as well, like that their wake up time in the morning is getting a little bit earlier, that may be a good sign to look at either trimming or are they fighting bedtime? But yeah, generally between that sort of two mm. to three, maybe a little bit later than three. They are their own little people, aren't they? (laughs) Can my little one take their bottle to bed with them? It seems to be working. 18 months but it's working for you. In all honesty, we usually, like, obviously, you know, there's a lot of talk out there about, like, dental hygiene and things like that, so that's obviously something for you to look Mm. into. I remember it was one of my girls, I can't remember, I think it was Minka, used to, like, take her bopple with her. She'd like, can I have my bopple, my baggie? And, like, she'd take bopple and baggie and go to bed. It was easy. It was so dumb. I remember, like, she may have even been closer to two and all of a sudden she started waking in the night and wanting more milk and she'd be throwing the bottle, like, wanting that to go back to sleep. And I was like, you have self. settled since you were five months and I was like okay no this isn't working anymore you know like wanting these bottles filled overnight like that where did it come from but all of a sudden it was just this thing and she had so much stamina now and she knew what she wanted and (laughs) yeah so I guess you know if Mm. it's working at this age for you then fine but that would be the only thing I would start to look at is do they start looking for it overnight to go back to sleep Mm.
1: if they go in and go to sleep and sleep all the way through and wake up great. Again, like Christy said, there could be an issue of like milk hygiene, staying on the teeth yeah. all night, which dentists don't love. But yeah, apart from that, maybe you could sneak in yeah. and give them a bit of brush. <laughs> so,
0: <Yeah. laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> exploring the bottle with dear life, like... <laughs> got the teat in their mouth so yeah again like if it's working for you then fine but maybe discuss with your dentist about the oral hygiene side of things and if you notice they start waking for it in the night and throwing it out and wanting more milk then probably time to go no matter what i do my baby will not sleep longer than 40 minutes at lunch very common scene (laughs) here put him in the bin (laughs) Are you? i don't know very very common uh, and like Beck said earlier developmentally normal if they're under that four months of age or even probably even closer to five months that's developmentally normal so if your baby is older than five months things to consider are the awake time before the nap is there enough sleep pressure there to encourage that consolidation have you taught them how to self-settle because if they can't self-settle then the resettle is going to be ridiculously hard anyway
1: or like super inconsistent again one random nap you might get a really good one but then it will go back to cat so
0: naps. that's the thing to look at like it's really hard even if you assist your little one to sleep that's a hundred percent fine but the reason we find the resettle hard even for babies that can self-settle the resettle is a lot harder to fall into place because the sleep pressure after that 40 minute nap isn't as high as it was when they initially went to sleep is it like a hunger thing have they not had a feed or food close enough to that blood? and they're waking halfway through because they're hungry or and environment as well like is the environment conducive to encourage that resettle or is it making it a little bit tricky because it's brightly lit there's potentially background noises waking them up anything else you'd add on
1: no that would be about it allowing them enough time and practice yeah. to do a resettle if they are self-settling all of the time we can jump in and rescue it rock them back yeah. to sleep
0: or like, something so that you need to give them longer gonna... than you know like say 10 or 15 minutes to try to resettle like you know a resettle we would usually say like closer to 30 minutes like try to give them that and that like beck just said it takes a lot longer to fall into place and that doesn't mean staying and out of the room for 30 no, minutes that's, that's usually, just like, whatever sort of settling yeah. method you would use to teach them to self-settle look at using that again to teach the resettle but it honestly is just having that consistency and really reinforcing that behavioral pattern and going back to sleep so yes yeah. Yeah. The last one here today why does my baby like to sleep longer for nap one I feel bad waking them
1: yes a lot of babies can find it easier to sleep in the morning purely off the back of their night sleep the reason we do like to wake them up though and this is again if you're doing a long morning nap and it's all going great that's fabulous for you the reason we do like a short little morning nap is we do like a long lunch nap here at the sleep teacher in case you haven't heard
0: we're not too <laughs> vocal on that <laughs> and that
1: <laughs> that is because it unbalances their day if they are having a really big morning nap chances are you're going to have two little cat naps for the rest of the day particularly older bubs over that sort of 8 months of age so that then leads them to go into bed, possibly not feeling as great as what they could if they're having a beautiful siesta at lunchtime. Yeah,
0: you know, it's essentially like an extension of their night's sleep, so they'll wake up, have a little bit of a wake time, and then those sleep hormones sort of are still floating around. So it's so much easier to encourage that there, which is why we often fall back on that and just go, "Oh well, it's easier, like it's working." But we do find the thing is, waking a baby from their nap just allows that predictability and a bit more consistency. So sometimes you might find nap one could be 40 minutes, sometimes it could be an hour and a half, two hours. So I guess it just comes down to, do you want that predictability or are you happy just to go with the flow and are your nights working for you?
1: And just maybe gradually cut it down or like around that 45-minute mark when they potentially transitioning, just open the door, make a bit of noise so then they think that they're sort of just waking up themselves without being yeah. woken. But, yeah, it's a pain waking like. I have to wake my little one from his lunch nap and he's yeah. not really a fan
0: of it but I I'm think a, a good way sleep, so. to sort of approach it if you are like stuck in that cycle of your baby wanting to sleep longer in the morning try to have that morning nap out and about because more often than not they'll only do one sleep cycle anyway so you might have in the pram or the carrier and that way you're not having to actually yeah. wake them because they wake on their own so <sighs> yes the joys right. there's always something keeping us on our toes isn't there well, that's it for us today for our Q&A. Please continue to send through your questions via our website. We honestly love hearing them and, yeah, love trying to help you guys out. So please keep them coming. But that's it for us. We hope you have a lovely day. Um, speak to you all soon. Night and night. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of The Sleep Teacher Pod. We hope you've walked away feeling just that little bit more at ease with your parenting journey please remember nothing is a problem until it actually becomes a problem for you and your family if you've enjoyed our company today we would love if you could please subscribe or leave a review or maybe even both but if you are wanting more sleep tips right away use the link in the show notes to find out how you can get started with one of our amazing sleep consultants and follow us over on instagram at the sleep teacher we can't wait to be back in your ears next week with more sleep tips nighty night